Welcome back to another episode of Data Science at Home podcast. I'm Francesco, podcasting from the regular office of uh, Amethyx Technologies based in Belgium. This is Data Science at Home podcast, and this episode will be about a study that has been conducted by Tedio.com that I find extremely interesting because it summarizes some of the trends of AI for 2021, and of course, some AI fears that people or the community in general has uh, around the world. And uh, for this study, they've collected answers from 1,200 and a bit more respondents uh, using uh, Amazon Mechanical Turk and Reddit and um, a bit of demographics. These respondents came from 55% males, 45% females. The sample's average age was 39 with a standard deviation of 13 one three and uh, uh, considering such age and gender makeup the study's findings can be extrapolated to the general u.s population now it's a very interesting study i find uh, because it summarizes some of the questions that you know people even outside of us have been asking about ai and about machine learning and about the future of ai also in the sense of uh, uh, what's gonna be the role of ai in our society and so in this episode i would like to to summarize that summary <laughs> and uh, extrapolate it a bit out of this study, some of the most interesting yet scary and curious answers uh, that people have been, uh, uh, have been in front of. To start with, about 70% of college graduates believe that AI could take their job or make it irrelevant in a few years. And that's a very interesting point because, you know, we have seen AI being more and more part of our society and, uh, of course, uh, overtaking some of the most, you know, some of the relatively simple tasks in everyday life. And, and so, of course, from there, from looking at these scenarios, you know, this 70% probably has projected themselves into a, you know, situation in which a smarter and smarter AI would definitely take more and more of these daily tasks and, of course, replace uh, eventually human beings. According to Elon Musk, I quote him, he said, there certainly will be job disruption because what's going to happen is robots will be able to do everything better than us. Uh, and that was Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla, of course. Well, uh, the thing is that it depends when this will happen, because if these robots drive like the cars that you make at Tesla, you know, the real problem is that probably there will be no humans anymore, at least much less pedestrians in the streets. <laughs> Jokes apart, I mean, it really depends on the context. I don't actually believe that this will happen, you know, uniformly everywhere. Uh, there are certain tasks where indeed automated systems, and we can call them robots, we can call them AI, whatever, but there are certain tasks that are tasks that are you know much more replaceable and other tasks that are definitely not. And so there is a list of these jobs, um, in particular, we probably all know, all know that cashiers, drivers, translators, are among the jobs most likely to be replaced by AI, according to this study. Um, now, I believe that, you know, if you look at cashiers and translators, um, probably yes, I mean, these are quite narrow sectors. Uh, definitely, I don't believe that all types of drivers will be replaced. For example, those um, in free, in open environments without landmarks and stuff, it's gonna be much, much more difficult, at least not immediately, uh, that replacement 
advancement will not happen overnight uh, from you know human beings to AI and uh, and we 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 have seen already you know cars uh, on autopilot crashing more often than not uh, so uh, you know that's the problem that we are uh, all you know th there, are, there are big challenges there that don't really make me believe that this is gonna uh, happen overnight now of course there are there is a list um, of the jobs most likely to be taken over by artificial intelligence and top of the list there is cashier uh, second best is uh, uh, drivers then translators then stocking associate um, customer service representative bookkeepers cleaners bartenders and waiters and that makes sense, I mean, except for the, the driver, but that's my personal opinion. Drivers might be replaced by AIs, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, uh, I believe in, um, um, you know, specialized environments, but definitely not in open world environments. Again, personal opinion, I'm just putting some spice on this study, uh, being a non-US citizen, and of course, um, probably being kind of an outlier here, uh, but uh, it would be very nice to have your opinion. And uh, for this, I, I invite you to join our Discord channel, uh, the link of which you will find in the show notes of this episode, and of course, and the official website, datascienceathome.com. Continuing with the list of um, jobs least likely to be taken over by artificial intelligence, and we see here there is artists, musicians, therapists, police officers, doctors, lawyers, nurses, electricians, and uh, mechanics. Uh, these are the jobs that are least likely to be taken over by artificial intelligence. And to add something, you know, to be fair, I would also add robot builders <laughs> or AI programmers and computer scientists. It's very unlikely that, that these people will be replaced by, you know, the same thing that they are actually building. Um, so kind of playing devil's advocate here, uh, also being myself in IT and uh, AI and machine learning, it's always good to mention this. In terms of um, opinions about AI and feelings about AI, um, there is another question that has been uh, asked in the study. And 60% of respondents would use a self-driving AI taxi during heavy traffic. Uh, and so, you know, in the field of transportation and logistics, uh, you know, more than half of respondents, 60%, would not mind taking a self-driving taxi or having AI manage air traffic, for example. So, again, the issue here is, can current AI do that? Um, because we have seen, you know, that challenge being still very, very open now. And uh, I don't really understand when uh, this will happen. I mean, there are definitely not the, the requirements for this to happen uh, in the next uh, year or so. Another question, more than 45% of people have a positive attitude towards AI taking control of the economy. That's a very interesting one because some people claim that artificial intelligence could actually prevent corruption and improve the economy overall. Uh, there is about 45% of respondents that actually want artificial intelligence to, for example, adjust fiscal policy and, of course, the budget of their country. So, you know, it's like macroeconomics, essentially. Um, and uh, I also embrace that. I also believe that's, uh, that, that's much easier for an AI to take over. 
due to the fact that you know um, artificial intelligence and in fact algorithms in general are much better than humans at uh, enforcing rules because there's no empathy and there's no uh, you know possibility to corrupt this thing especially uh, in the scenarios in which for example you combine ai and uh, a blockchain technology or ai and a smart contract you know the concept of smart contracts that is algorithms that enforce certain policies and certain rules that of course cannot be broken by uh, by human beings or corrupted by uh, by human beings and so this combination you know i see in this combination ai plus blockchain ai plus smart contract you know there are good chances to remove let's say the human factor altogether out of the economic field and uh, and of course uh, macroeconomic as well uh, now, how good that will be for society, that's something that we have to ask, you know, to people who are in charge, you know, studying ethical uh, issues and, and social issues. But uh, from a pragmatic perspective, from an engineering perspective, uh, that makes a ton of sense to me. Rarely does a day pass where a ransomware attack, data breach or state-sponsored espionage hits the news. It's hard to keep up or know if you are protected. But don't worry, Kaspersky's got you covered. Each week their team discusses the latest news and trends that you may have missed during the week on the Transatlantic Cable Podcast, mixing in humor, facts, and experts from around the world. The Transatlantic Cable Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go check it out. We switch gear and we're speaking about mistreating robots. And this is something that makes me smile because I've seen some videos on YouTube and somewhere else around the, the, the internet, you know, like these humanoid robots and even dog robots, you know what I mean. They get mistreated by humans, you know, you know, people who keep kicking them and let them fall and then they, they stand up again and they keep falling again. And, you know, there is some this kind of violence perpetrated against uh, machines. Um, now, I want to say something that is, you know, very personal. I hope it's uh, uh, shared by, by you. And of course, if it's not, let me know. Um, I think that we feel something for these machines just because the robot has, let's say, human resemblance or it looks like a dog, for example. And so we are, as human beings, are used to the concept of the dog and we make that association as if indeed someone was kicking a real dog. Um, but I strongly believe that if that machine or if that algorithm, in fact, was packed into, let's say, a, a, something that looked more like a killer monster. I think that this 60% that is feeling for robots, uh, you know, would be a much smaller percentage. Those are my two cents. It's a personal touch. Uh, again, uh, let me know what you guys think uh, and uh, join us on the Discord channel and let us know. Still in the field of mistreating robots and uh, robot rights, uh, there is apparently a 32%, so one out of three, of the respondents who uh, say that we shouldn't worry about uh, you know human rights, similar human, uh, similar to human rights or animal rights to robots and machines. So they believe it is one of the least important issues related to the development of artificial intelligence. And if you want to know my opinion, I definitely agree with them. I think that I would have seen that 30% being a much higher percentage because it's really something that does make sense. Still, on the uh, subject of feelings about artificial intelligence and robots, there is something like 57%, so almost 60% of respondents, 
that are convinced that we do not need to worry about AI taking its revenge on humanity. <laughs> and that's also something that makes me smile because it's like something that we have been reading on books uh, a while ago, a few decades ago, in fact, you know, in these cyberpunk novels where the robots take over and, uh, you know, they get, they make humans pay for all the rights they never received in the years and all the bad things that humans have been doing to them and yada yada. And so they declare war to, uh, to the human species or to the human race. Well, I think that was just a nice book, nice novel. We read it. We had fun. Let's move on. I believe that, uh, you know, AI will not take control of humanity anytime soon and, uh, and will never declare war to humanity. And if that happens, it will be because someone has programmed an algorithm or a set of algorithms to do so. And of course, has put, has placed these algorithms, algorithms in charge of something critical. That's my rational answer to this. And uh, that would be the only uh, time in which indeed these programmed algorithms will behave as they have been programmed and so declare war to humanity. Uh, but definitely not on, you know, in a sense spontaneous fashion, uh, that's for sure. Now, to switch gear towards something that is more realistic and uh, that actually is happening as we speak, uh, there is almost 80%, 80, 80% 80 of respondents that are convinced that AI will be used to spread misinformation. Yeah, no shit, guys. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. We have seen this happening. I can mention names here. A company that no longer exists, Facebook. <clears throat> well, in fact, they have been doing that for a while. And, uh, you know, they've been associated a number of times to the presence of fake news and to the fact that algorithms have been pumping this news around the community and uh, facilitating and spreading certain news rather than others, controlling, of course, elections and opinions and, uh, and uh, in fact, generally speaking, spreading misinformation. So, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what has happened and it will keep happening as long as we keep enforcing these algorithms and placing these algorithms in places where they shouldn't be. You know, apart from the fear of AI taking away jobs or being used by criminals, yes, the survey makes it right. I mean, um, these respondents are concerned and they are right to be concerned about the misuse of artificial intelligence technology to indeed spread misinformation. Let's see what happens from a gender perspective. Men are twice as likely as women to put their trust in artificial intelligence. And uh, this is something that comes out without any surprise, um, at least to me. Um, they are about twice as likely to have an artificial intelligence robot operate on them or teach their children. So that's what men believe with respect to women. They're also less concerned about potential threats posed by the technology. And uh, this makes a ton of sense due to the fact that, and again, personal opinion here, there is a very high presence of, let's say, male engineers, programmers, developers in IT and in general, and of course, more specifically in the, uh, in the field of artificial intelligence, uh, especially from an implementation and development perspective. So that the presence of the male presence there is notoriously higher than women. And so, of course, I think that this answer might be slightly biased. 
Um, existing robot and artificial intelligence representations from fiction and real life are also more appealing to men than women. And that's also something that doesn't surprise me. You know, we have seen this happening on several other, let me quote these, male topics, uh, you know, like cars and, and motorbikes. And I don't want to, you know, fall into any stereotype here, but it is what it is, right? And uh, now for the, for the young listeners, you are free to change channel because we are speaking about something sexual. So while nearly 42% of people would have sex with a humanoid robot. All right. So yeah, that's weird, but uh, I have to mention this because it's part of the study. Uh, so there is about 42% of server respondents who would have sexual intercourse with a robot. And uh, only 39%, so a tiny fraction of that, uh, believe they could have a romantic relationship with an artificial intelligence. And men are more open to both the idea of sleeping with a robot and falling in love with artificial intelligence. All right, well, um, I'm just mentioning the, 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 the facts here, guys. I mean, don't, don't look at me. Um, I don't have an explanation for this. Um, but I would definitely love to know, speaking still about love, I would love to know what you people think. Now, to go back to the, you know, regular subjects here, the question in what situations we welcome artificial intelligence technology, this is something that is actually very, very interesting because these are tiny tasks. And to be honest with you, I also find myself in there. So there is a list of tasks that uh, people would see an artificial intelligence robot doing in their place. Uh, for example, um, there is a very large percentage, something like 80% of um, male and female respondents who say that, uh, yes, artificial intelligence robot cleaning my house, spot on, I would love that. Another solid 74% uh, saying artificial intelligence preparing my food yeah love that ai planning my budget and doing my taxes oh yeah ai analyzing sounds on the streets 24 7 to detect crime for example gunshots hopefully before they happen right on artificial intelligence scheduling my day at work well we have already a lot of tools there but yes i would love that AI robot teaching my child at school, 50% of people say yes. AI robot performing a surgery on me, another 50% say yeah, sure. And uh, if we go down the list, having, again, sexual intercourse with a humanoid robot, 40%. Actually, 33% of females would like to do that. One out of three female respondents would like that. Okay, and... Uh, 48, so almost 50% of males. Ah, you guys, really. Anyway, and uh, being in a romantic relationship with artificial intelligence, you know, this is something a bit more, you know, deeper um, than just sexual intercourse. Again, there is one out of three females who would like that, and one out of uh, four-ish males who would like that. Okay, cool. So this was the study that Tidio conducted, and uh, uh, I will report the link of this study in the show notes of this episode, so you can check all the amazing graphs that they have built out of this data. 
And, uh, and also there are some other tiny things that I haven't mentioned in this episode, but uh, uh, feel free to have a look at that. In the meantime, again, we are on Discord where, you know, that's the place where we chat about uh, a lot of stuff, technical, non-technical, a uh, lot of memes as well. And, uh, uh, and we try to have fun, especially in these times where apparently we are going back to working from home or, well, those who never left that ever for the last two years. So whatever. Uh, I hope to see you there, people. And uh, thanks for listening and uh, talk to you next time. You've been listening to Data Science at Home Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit our website at datascienceathome.com.